The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. All right, let's do this thing. Sunday, bloody Sunday style. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between are breaking it down. It's the Sunday night, the sports mass, and we begin uh, in the National League as the Los Angeles Dodgers go to the World Series for the third time in the last uh, four years. A dramatic 4-3 series win, a dramatic 4-3 game win as well. Cody Bellinger goes deep, the difference maker, the game-winning home run for the Los Angeles Dodgers. They bang back from a 3-1 deficit in the Tampa Bay, raise a weight in what uh, really will be an epic uh, series for baseball purists. We're talking about two great baseball teams going head-to-head. World Series starts on Tuesday. We break it down, and we'll start to crunch uh, the numbers. Speaking of numbers, we got a lot of numbers as far as the National Football League uh, is concerned. And uh, the numbers trended towards the under uh, today in the National Football League, albeit not overwhelmingly. The much-hyped uh, Aaron Rodgers' top Brady showdown turns out to be a one-sided uh, mismatch as uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, threw more interceptions than he did. Touchdowns, a complete train wreck for the Green Bay Packers and I don't know, maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a pretty good football team after all. I thought they were okay, and I thought they were a playoff-caliber football team, but I didn't see them as like a deep-threat-caliber uh, football team in the postseason. Maybe I was wrong. I often am, and you know what? I was wrong a hell of a lot uh, today as we got punched in the mouth for the first time uh, this year in the National Football League. Uh, you know what? We were um, we were dancing, man, <laughs> all right? We were dancing in the streets like David Lee Roth. But now we're running with the devil, uh, unfortunately. Uh, We got punched in the mouth. It wasn't all bad, uh, but we were on the wrong side of a lot of football games uh, today, uh, including the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. As the Pittsburgh Steelers reminded the Cleveland Browns that they're still the Cleveland Browns, and they reminded them that uh, Mike Tomlin is now 17-0 at Heinz Field against the Cleveland Browns. 17-0. Bill O'Brien's gone, but so what? Houston Texans still choke. You want to talk about Atlanta teams uh, choking? How about Houston? How about the Houston Texans? You know, Bill O'Brien was a problem, but he wasn't the only uh, problem. And uh, don't look now, but the Tennessee Titans are just uh, wrecking havoc in the National Football League. Derrick Henry's the best back in the NFL. Big man on campus steps up and in. Barstool Sports in the house. Sports rage. Sunday night sports match has begun. Bring it.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenci. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Throw it down. Sports Rage on late night. Uh, yeah, that team really did suck uh, last night. Fill in the blank which team sucked the hardest. I think it's, it's safe to say the New York Jets sucked the hardest. All right, the New York Jets sucked the hardest, uh, but really... We're not going to waste any time talking about the New York Jets besides to tell you um, that you got to bet against the New York Jets. And uh, we cashed an under, in-game under with the Jets. And I think that's the way to go uh, right now because it's the NFL. It's not college. The Jets are never going to lose 58-0 or something like that. It's not like Clemson. No one's putting 73 up on the Jets. I think you're going to see a lot of scores because the point spreads are going to be out of control for the Jet games right now from here on out. So I think the way to attack it is you just basically take the unders, take the other team team total over and the under in the game or the Jet team total under because the Jets can't score. Like, you know, the offensive genius that is Adam Gase, you know, they can't score. Joe Flacco has been stealing money for a couple of years now in the National Football League as well. But I just said we don't want to talk about uh, we don't want to talk about the New York Jets. Speaking of um, speaking of uh, overrated. How about Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams performance? Let's just get this out of the way before we get into the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays and the World Series and everything. Uh, But during the broadcast tonight, you know, listening to Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels, you would have thought, man, that it it was like Y.A. Tittle and, uh, you know, George Hallis, Vince Lombardi, Bill Belichick, Bill Walsh. I love, like, you know, talking about these coaches tonight. And I'm thinking, what, the same coach that blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl because he went conservative? Uh, The same coach that then proceeded to blow a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl with about 10 minutes left? Or the other coach that scored three freaking points in the lowest-scoring Super Bowl ever? And guy never, you couldn't figure out a zone for three years. And Sean McVay. I'm tired of hearing about Sean McVay as some, like, boy wonder genius. All right? I don't, I don't want to hear about Jared Goff. The play calling sucks. Play calling sucks. It's like third and five. Let's throw a bomb. 
you know, uh, you know, you're first and goal from the four. You got nothing. Nothing. I, listen, I think Shanahan is 100 times better than McVay. Shanahan's actually a good coach. Shanahan's, like, knocked on the door, been close to the Super Bowls. He's been in Super Bowls. He's a good coach. McVay's never getting back to a Super Bowl. McVay, you know, he had his run. They made it. We talked about it earlier in the week. That's the problem with the Rams. One week they could be really good. Goff could be really good. They could be clicking and other weeks. And really, I know people, Goff is an easy target, and Goff did suck. But like Cooper Cup, like what the hell was he doing tonight? Like if you were trying to throw a football game, Cooper Cup could have done a better job. I like that. Oh, 99 times out of 100, Al, he catches that ball. Yeah, except tonight about seven times, right? So it's not 99 times out of 100. It's 92 times out of 100. I you know I, I know the Collinsworth and Michaels are a popular tandem and stuff, so I don't want to be that guy, but I find them to be annoying. Oh, gee shucks, Al. Oh, gee shucks. I know that's a tough call. Yeah, I know. I got no opinion on anything, but that's a tough call. Yeah, that's what, whatever they decide. I think that's the right call. I love the NFL. Like just just the, the you know the pouring it on thick, the word association. We asked. Uh, let's go to Michelle Tafoy. I like Michelle Tafoy. That lady does not age. Michelle Tafoy has looked the exact damn same for the last, like, 22 years, man. Um, so they go to Michelle Tafoy, and she does that, you know, word association. So I asked the players on both teams to describe their head coach. Genius, uh, mastermind, you know, all this type. Oh, yeah, real geniuses. I know. I know. The Rams are the geniuses. Geniuses. So I guess every team that gets to a Super Bowl and gets smoked and loses are geniuses, right? Everyone's a freaking. I guess Dan Quinn's a genius. He went to a Super Bowl. He scored more points, actually, than the Rams did, too. Actually, had a 28-3 lead. So speaking of 28-3 leads, yeah, congratulations. Falcons win today. Um, but our condolences. Shout out to our boy Kyle uh, in Atlanta. Regular uh, regular listener, viewer, hardcore dude. Met him a bunch of times. Great guy. You know, he loves, he loves all, of, uh, all of his teams like we all do. And, you know, he's an Atlanta Falcon fan. It speaks for itself. He's a Georgia Bulldog fan. Speaks for itself. Atlanta Brave fan. Speaks for itself. Rough weekend, man. Rough, rough, rough weekend in the Dirty South. Well, at least the Falcons won, but that's that's the team that you didn't need to win today. <laughs> at this point, it's better if the Falcons lose every week. And watch, now the Falcons, they'll, they'll win like six or seven games now this year just to screw up a good draft pick. But, the, yeah, the, listen, you can look at it two ways. You can say, yeah, it sucks to be an Atlanta sports fan, and it's rough and all that. But the fact of the matter is your teams are playing in big games. All right? So you can't. You can't feel too sorry for yourselves. It is what it is. Look, the Atlanta Braves are a damn good baseball team that are going going to be back. The Braves are stacked with young talent. Like, it's no mirage. And you see in baseball, baseball's not like football. Like, baseball's not, like, these teams don't come out of nowhere in baseball. You know what I mean? It's the same teams. Like, you get good in baseball, you'll be good with that team for years. And like the Dodgers are with this unit. And you you look at the uh, you look at the Braves. It'll be the same thing. The Braves are like rock solid for years to come. Their pitching staff got depleted by injuries. Great, and I I can't say the Braves choked. Yes, they had a three-one series lead. 
the, the Los Angeles Dodgers are a damn good baseball team, all right? Like a great baseball team. Like great, great, great. They just haven't won. That's all that's missing. You know, the Dodgers have done it all. They just haven't freaking won. <laughs> like they got just that, you know? But I, I don't really look at it like the Braves choked. Although they did they did make some mistakes this evening that cost them. And for anybody that didn't see this baseball game tonight, wow. Wow. Really had a little, it really had everything. It literally had everything. Plays at the plate. Collisions at the plate. Stolen bases. Cra- a crazy-ass double play that I've never seen before. And I've been watching baseball my entire life. I've never seen that. You know, runners on second and third with no out. The Atlanta Braves managed to hit into a double play. <laughs> it was just uh, it was just one of these. They got caught up. Swanson got caught up. Riley took off. Turner barely tagged him by, like, the, his heel of his foot. If he misses, that's a disaster, and the ball game is, like, broken open. Uh, Mookie Betts robbed a home run again, like one of those classic jumped-up-over-the-wall type of deals. And they say defense wins championships, and the Los Angeles Dodgers defense was just great. Like, they made plays. I'm telling you, people don't talk about this in baseball. Why the hell for all you Yankee fans out there that you guys spend like $280 million every year and you never get to the the World Series anymore? Why is that? Why? You don't play defense. You know, like, you look at the Rays. The Rays play defense, man. These guys catch everything. All right, like the, you know, the Rays, like the Rays catch so many things, they'd have to be careful. Like if the Rays walk walk past uh, like a Kardashian and pick up an STD, like you know what I mean? Like they're 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 like heat magnets. <laughs> like they're like the, the ball is like a magnet to them. Like they catch everything. And you look at the Los Angeles Dodgers. You have to make plays, man. You have to make plays in the field. It's like in, in modern baseball, there are no plays in the field anymore. For the most part, everybody strikes out or hits a damn home run now, right? Yet when you get to the playoffs, you know that this is what happens. Suddenly, the shortstop that's you know doesn't do anything all the time, dealing with line drives in his head and one hoppers and double plays, and you know there was just so many things that happened in the baseball game uh, tonight. Great game, great game. Los Angeles Dodgers maintain their poise, composure. Dave Roberts is lucky that they won. Uh, this evening, I believe that he would have been fired. It's one of those deals, like, and, you know, as someone who's a Los Angeles Dodger fan, I can tell you, I wasn't overly excited about starting uh, Dustin May. Got eight straight balls to start the damn game. Uh, well, speaking of which, though, the umpires suck behind home plate. We got a quality World Series set up. We're going to fire off a poll question. Who do you like? Big man on campus, Barstool Sports, steps up and in. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. 
I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. Oh. What's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. More than I won today. A punch in the mouth. Although we were on the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, this evening. And uh, we told you it was going to be the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays, although I doubted the Rays along the way many times. I can't lie. But remember, we talked about the LALA parlay, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Los Angeles Lakers. That was like plus 478 uh, for an LALA parlay. And whatever happens, whatever happens in this World Series, guys, um, one city is going to win two championships. The Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. So if the Rays win, they win the Stanley Cup and the World Series. And if the Dodgers win, Los Angeles takes home the NBA championship and the World Series. I'll tell you what, uh, the Rams will not be taking home <laughs> the, the Super Bowl, and neither were the Chargers. So the, the championships are ending here uh, for Los Angeles. Let's bring in Barstool Sports, big man on campus from Philadelphia right now. Big man steps up in there. What's up, big man? How are you, Gabe? Good to talk to you. Yeah, we're doing better considering the Dodgers won. You know, you know, Sunday nights, big man, can always be that night. You know what I mean? Like I've been there, I haven't I haven't experienced it yet this year. So and I'm not I'm not depressed or anything like that. But in past years when I was younger, I'd bet too much money. And sometimes, man, you have a bad Sunday, man, and you know you realize, oh dear God, I owe this bookie thirteen thousand uh, dollars. I've been in some dark places on Sunday nights before, big man. In past years, so if you're out there right now, and I know there are, uh, don't bet more than you can afford to lose. Keep it like where it's just fun for you. Don't put yourself in that position. Um, that's that's my best advice to you. Uh, but I do feel better that the Dodgers won. Plus, I'm a Dodgers uh, fan. Uh, but I didn't have the best day in the National Football League today, big man. Uh, it happens, man. You can't win every week. Uh... You know, yeah. you just gotta, you know, you got two, ga- you got two games tomorrow. You got next week. You got the week after that, and you got the week after that. So, yeah, you're not gonna win every day. I had a losing day yesterday in college, but I, I came right back today and went three and zero. So I'm good with it. So, yeah, you'll be yeah, fine. You you'll bounce do. right back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's all you could do. You got you got to shake it off. I've had like I haven't had good luck, but it's been a nice five week run where it's just. You know, pretty much winning every night. And like you said, if I lose, I just bounce back the next day. I had a weird feeling about today. I did. I just, I knew it was going to, I knew weird things were going to happen. And there were weird games. 
uh, today in the National Football League, which we'll get to uh, in a moment. But just for the record, we've got uh, we got a number uh, for the uh, the World Series. The Los Angeles Dodgers open up minus 200 favorites. Minus 200 favorites. World Series starts on Tuesday night um, in Texas. So um, the the Dodgers were already there, of course. Now the Rays are there, but the Rays uh, were playing in California. So the Dodgers are minus 200. We fired off a poll question at Sports Rage on Twitter. Uh, early response, 52% taking the Rays at plus 160. And, you know, big man, I am a, um, I am a Dodger fan, but... If I was a neutral observer, I would say, you know what? Pretty good value on a damn good Tampa Bay Ray team, big man, at plus 160. Yeah, you know, I'm actually – I actually have the Rays to win the World Series. I uh, I bet it a while ago, and I was hoping the Braves would win because uh, <laughs> I wanted to get the Braves at plus money because I thought they'd be a dog to the Rays. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be. Um, you know, it, it, it helps baseball because – you know, I think you know this, and, and pretty much anyone out there knows this. The, the world of baseball did not want Atlanta, Tampa in the World Series. Uh, that just wouldn't have really moved the needle. Uh, at least you have a big market in L.A. You got the California market, which they love their Dodgers. They're a national group that, you know, they have fans like you, you know, in Seattle or, or, or Canada or, or wherever. So Korea, all over the world. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, Dodgers are an international series. brand. And plus, you know what it is, too, Big Ben? It's good that a lot of people don't like them, too, right? Anytime you get a big-time team and people don't like, but it would be a pretty sweat. That's a pretty um, sweet accomplishment. Imagine, like, how Philly would be off the hook if the Sixers won the NBA title and the Phillies won the World Series in a span of two weeks. Well, let me tell you <laughs> It wouldn't this. be a city that lap. Ain't, that ain't never, you guys would burn it down. That ain't never going <laughs> to That ain't never going to happen, so we don't got to worry about it. But, Gabe, <laughs> I will tell you this. I will tell you this, and you know how I knew – you mentioned about having a bad day or a good day. You know how I knew that today was going to be good for me? I woke up early because I had to go to – I had to do some Barstool stuff today. And I, Listen, Gabe, I've been betting this team in Italy called Sassuolo. I've been betting them yeah, literally talked about it the other night, yeah. Yeah. And, Gabe, they go down 3-1 in the game, and I'm thinking, I mean, this is dead money. Wouldn't you know they come back and won 4-3? So – I kind of knew that something was going to be good today, but I'm telling you that 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 and th- that has been my saving grace, Italy. I, I even if I'm having a bad day, I, I always know like on Saturday and Sunday yeah. I can bet that, and and it's just you know you just gotta get find one of those winners, and and then you'll 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 end up having a good day. And when things get normal again, one day ever, uh, when Americans are yeah. allowed into Europe again, <laughs> you got to go to Italy sometime. <laughs> Go to one of these I games. Am. I am. Yeah, yeah, go. I'm going to do I've never been to Italy. I've been to Europe. Like, I've been to Germany. I've been to Spain. I've been to Portugal. I've been to Holland. Like, I've been I've been to a lot of places in Europe and never been to Italy before. And I actually want to do it, not, not just from a sports thing. It'd be cool to go to a soccer game. But, you know, just the, uh, you know, the ruins and all that type of stuff from a historic perspective. Like, there's not a lot of places in the world that I'm like, yeah, I'd like to go there. I'd go there. Um, you know, like I'm not going to China. You know what I mean? I'm not like I don't go to communist countries. <laughs> like I don't. I'm not going to the Middle East anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Afghanistan might be nice, but I'm not going. You know, like there's a lot of places where it's like, nah, I'm not going there. But uh, yeah, Italy would be a cool place to check out sometime, and 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 England too. 
I like to go to one of those NFL games. Like I want to go see the I like to go see the Bills in England sometime out there. They party hard in England. You know, yeah, they speak English. It's legal betting. You can bet everywhere there. You can bet in the stadium there and stuff. You can bet. You know what I mean? And you can bet on everything there, big men. You can like walk in and say, I want to bet that it's gonna rain in between three and four o'clock. What odds are you gonna give me? <laughs> you know? Sure. No, I, I there's I mean there's so many beautiful places. You know a place I'd love to go. I mean Italy'd obviously be one, but. Azerbaijan is a beautiful country. It's right on the water. It, it's it's kind of a weird country you never think of. But I've I have someone that I knew that went there and they said it was beautiful. Um, but yeah, there's so many countries you want to go to. Eventually, someday I'll I'll try to get to them all. But uh, yeah, you know, no, it's Italy a great country. Great. I'd love to. Random. It's yeah. kind of random. But as a soccer fan, I'll bring it up to you. You know, you know what a great country is. I don't think people realize. I think people might think of Uruguay. And they don't really know what Uruguay is. You know what I mean? They might think, well, Uruguay, like, what, are they dirt poor? Or is it what kind of country is it and stuff? Like, Uruguay, it's, like, beautiful place, like, upscale. Everything's legal. They're laid back, like, way everyone's happy and stuff. Like, high quality of life in Uruguay. I'm telling you, Gabe, my end game, and I've said this many times, you know, someday when all this is over for me and, and I just sit back and bet sports and that's it, I'm I'm going to move to one of these countries, Italy, you know, Slovakia. That's a really well-run country. Like just Uruguay, place like that where I can just go. I don't know nobody. I get a nice little villa right by the ocean, watch soccer and just just hang out. Yeah. Maybe meet a nice Italian girl or Uruguayan girl and just, <laughs> you know, just do my thing, you know. Walk around in sandals to, all the time. It used to be my dream. I was going to retire like that, live like Pablo Escobar in the hills of Colombia. Exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> with the pool and on the mountain and everything. It just says, screw the world. Yeah. Get back, watch the games, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, I got to pick better games than I did today. I got I got to do better. Same. Uh, so, hey, were you, were you on your Eagles today? Man, there's a pattern with this Eagle team, isn't there, big man, where they're getting smoked. They come back late, um, but it's all—it's sort of like empty calories, right? Like they come back in garbage time, and Wentz then puts up these numbers and stuff. At least they're showing something. I, you know, I, you and I—it's like a broken record, bro. I, I brought it. I always bring it up with the Eagles. They do have heart. Like they don't quit. They don't tap out and stuff. But they're still losing every week. So whatever, right? This isn't. There's no moral victories with you know with, with, in pro football. Yeah, you know, one of my plays today was uh, Ravens' first half. Um, the Ravens have been money in the first half this year. And yep. um, I, I just, you know, it's funny because right now, it, you know, every team has injuries, but, I mean, the Eagles are riddled on their offensive line. I mean, they're, they're playing third and fourth-string players at this point. Uh, I just didn't think they'd move the ball. And, and you're right. I mean, they played with a ton of heart in the fourth quarter in this game. They scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. And a lot of it was just Carson Wentz throwing the ball up and then making plays. But, you know, look, they continue to lose games through this stupid behavior from Doug Peterson. You're going for two in random times and you know, the play calling. Uh, look, so let me Let me clear. ask you about I mean, that. They're, they're, so let me yeah, ask you about yeah. that because I noticed that today. What logic, big man? So if you're losing 17 nothing, bro, and you score a touchdown, like, what is the upside, big man, of making it 17-8? Like, uh, I, like it, there is none. So, all right, so you're, down, you're up 17-8. All right, we're down nine points now. So we're still down two scores, and we need, like, there is no upside. And if you miss it, you're down 11. 
Like, dude, it makes no sense that. Like, what? is this, did, did Peterson's chart tell him to do that? Yeah, I mean, he has this, like, stupid, goofy, analytical chart. And, you know, they end up losing Mike, too. And it, it's, like, kind of the difference a lot of times because they do it multiple times and it adds up. They also miss a field goal in the second quarter. I mean, it's just little things. Um, you know, they're worried about Thursday. You know, that, that they're worried about the NFC. And, and that's, you yeah. know, Deshaun Jackson that's can't play today, but he can play Thursday. You're right. Just win these damn division games, go 5-11, 5 you win a division. Four trades late night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. Okay, Bobby. Bobby Riggs. Sports Rage Late Night rolls on. I am Renzi, Barstool Sports in the house. Big man on campus uh, kicking it uh, with us. So, uh, big man, pretty cool, actually. You're in Philly, and they, you know, Portnoy and Barstool make Philadelphia one of the Barstool uh, cities. So I saw you today uh, throwing it down. So what, what? where is that? Is that in, like, downtown Philadelphia? Did they build, like, a, a studio, barstool, like, uh, headquarters in Philly? Like, what's that? Tell us about what's 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 uh, What's this all about? Yeah, it's basically we have the uh, we have the Barstool Sportsbook in, in Pennsylvania, and um, Barstool got a house. It's right on Arch Street, right in Old City, right in uh, Philadelphia, and it's basically a, a big house. It, it's just kind of a – it's almost like a frat house, honestly. I mean, there's just a ton of people there always. Um, you know, and there's a big room upstairs and we just, there's about eight TVs, just watch all the games. There's plenty of room and, uh, it's outfitted with cameras and we just sit in there and we, we stream this stuff every week. And, uh, you know, it's fun. Cause like, you know, Dave will throw cool things out. Like every week he'll pick a random employee and he'll just say, you got 10,000 on a game, pick the game. If you win, you get the 10,000. And usually he'll pick just some random, you know, random person at the company, but today, Gabe, he basically got us all in there and said, all right, this guy's going to pick the game. If you guys win the game, you all get $1,000. So that celebration video was the, video, the game we had. It was an improbable win. We came back to win, and we all got $1,000 out of it. So, you know, was we do cool things like that. Kind of, yeah, no, we basically or, you know, get it in cash, whatever you want. Um, and it's cool because there's some guys in there, you know, they're, they're young college kids are just kind of getting out of college. And, you know, some of the guys, it's nice to get a nice, you know, nice little sum oh, of yeah, money. But great, uh, yeah, he said, guys, he had a guy a one time, booster. I think it was two weeks ago. <laughs> this guy didn't even, he doesn't even bet on sports. He's like, tell the kid to come up here, told the kid to pick a game. The kid hit the game, won 10,000, just like that. So it's cool. I mean, we do some cool things. It's a fun time. I was in Mexico years ago, big man. Uh, it was one of the craziest days ever. 
I'm in Mexico, and um, it was NFL playoff Sunday. And I'm like, all right, so I'm like, where to, where to go play the game? I go, where to go watch the game? And people tell me, oh, there's this bar. You know, they show the NFL all the time, great sports bar and stuff. And you can bet on sports in Mexico. You can bet on sports. And this is a long time ago. I'm talking, yeah. this story is like from like 25 years ago, 20 years ago. Like, uh, yeah, about 25 years ago, 27 years ago or something. It was the chief. Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback. So Harbaugh was still playing. It was that long ago. <laughs> Harbaugh was the quarterback of the Colts. They went on a playoff run. So I'm in the bar. I meet Spike Lee. All right. So Spike Lee's at the bar. And I don't know what the hell he's doing there, but whatever. Spike Lee happened to be there. And I had my record, my band. So I meet Spike Lee. I give him my record and stuff. And I was pretty drunk. I meet Spike Lee. And I'm sitting at the bar and I have like my betting slips. And a guy sits down next to me. And he's like an Australian dude. Sits down next to me and he goes, Oh, I, you know, he goes, I didn't know you could bet. He goes, where's like, where can you bet? I said, oh, there's like a sports book, little place, um, an OTB, like, you know, a couple of blocks away from here. Guy pulls the same thing, pulls out a stack of money. And um, he goes, listen, put, um, he goes, you know, put, put 500 on the Chiefs for me. And he gave me an extra cup, 200 bucks. He doesn't even know me. I could have like, the guy's pretty trustworthy. He gave me like 700 bucks, big man. You know what I mean? You know, he goes like. He goes, oh. fight. he gave me 600 bucks. He goes, put 300 for me and 300 for whatever you want on the game. So I'm like, really? I said, you could go yourself, buddy. It's right down the street. I said, you don't have to give me the money, whatever. He goes, no, 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 it's cool. I, I want to I do it. I want to do it. You're a nice guy. So I'm like, all right. So I go, and I'm like, this is great. So I, get, I come back with the tickets and stuff. And he starts ordering, like, drinks for me. And I, so I'm like, I finally got to say to him, but I'm like, what's your deal anyways, bro? I'm like, what's your deal anyways, man? And uh, he starts telling me about how uh, his girlfriend won the uh, the Texas State Lottery. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they had, but they had a weird relationship and stuff, bro. So, and um, she was giving him $10,000 a month allowance, basically. And basically he said, then he starts basically telling me, like, He's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a marriage of convenience and stuff. And I'm like, I don't really know what you mean, bro. I'm like, you know, I'm finally, I'm like, just well, we get to the point. I like, well, you know, get to it. He goes, well, basically, like, um, you know, he said she's not like the most attractive person, and she, he's basically in it for the money, <laughs> like point blank. Like, you know, and he said, well, you know, and she knows it, and you know, the guy was good looking, and he goes, yeah, you know, I'm kind of, you know. It's a marriage of convenience and stuff. So he was with then, her just for the money. Yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, but she knew. So, but then Buddy wanted to get hookers and stuff like that. So we can't get into the full story on the radio here. So things got real crazy <laughs> in Mexico, and literally, figuratively, he was staying on the love boat, the, the Pacific Princess, the, the boat, the love boat was there. So we're all wasted. He tells me, come meet me after on the boat there. We'll go to the boat bar. He'll be my guest on the boat, whatever. So <laughs> I show up at the boat, and uh, it's hard to get on those things. You got to go up this big thing and everything. There's security and whatever. So I get up there, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm with, uh, with this guy and stuff. And right away, it's security. They're like, yeah, yeah, he, he won't be partying with anytime soon. And I'm like, why? What's up? He t- guy tells me there's a big melee with him and his girlfriend. <laughs> He's like... He goes, yeah, his girlfriend wasn't too happy when he got back here tonight. And he goes, yeah, you won't be uh, hooking up with this guy. But um, I won the bet, too. So I, I just, I made me think of that. It's always great when nice. you get that free bonus bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a crazy, yeah, uh, crazy I weekend. Agree. We had a good time in Cancun. 
Can't, uh, wasn't all, it was sort of Puerto Vallarta. Puerto, Puerto Vallarta. So, what I didn't have a good time with today, and I don't, did you watch the NFL game tonight, big man? Did you hear, like, the broadcast and stuff? Yeah, I was watching everything, yeah. Like, I tweeted about this, but I'm sick and tired of hearing about Sean McVay being a boy wonder genius, big man. I can't score from, like, first and goal from the four. It's not like Jared Goff. Like, Jared Goff's not great, but Cooper Cup drops a touchdown, but the play calling sucks, big man. Oh, Sean McVay, genius, boy wonder, marvelous. You think this kid's got three Super Bowl rings already, man? It's insane. Like, it's just insane how they overhyped Sean McVay over and over like he's some wicked coach that's reinvented the wheel when his team, like, they have one good game, and then the next week they'll score six points. Then they have a good game, and the next week they score three points. It's the same crap with this Ram team over and over. And they hype uh, Collinsworth and Michaels. They're acting like Shanahan and McVay are like the greatest coaches in the history of the world. I wanted to throw up big men. Yeah, I mean, I get the Shanahan stuff. I, I do think he's pretty pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, look, I thought the Rams tonight, I and I don't I don't think you – who did you, did you have the Rams or no? No, no, I had the 49ers, but I'm mad because I had the over, too. Good, I would have yeah. got there if the Rams didn't suck. No, I, I was on the Niners. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> yeah, I know I the Rams are fraudulent. I, I thought this – yeah, this was a stone-cold – uh, niner line i mean it, it just didn't make any sense it was whole world was in the rams the line goes the opposite way you get garoppolo back i thought garoppolo was really good tonight i mean it, nice for him he finally I mean, he he hadn't looked good uh you hooked up with kittle a couple of times you got debo samuel back this is a much better offense obviously they they were playing with a skeleton crew for a while but yeah you're right about mcveigh i mean he's really won nothing i mean it, it's it's been a bunch of you know, goose eggs, basically. Goff, I'm not a big fan of. Um, I don't love this offense at all. I mean, the, the run game, you got a lot of young guys in the backfield there. Yeah, they don't do much for me. Uh, defensively, I think they're solid, but um, I thought they were a little exploited tonight. This this was a, a Niner game. You knew the Niners were going to get the job done here. It just didn't make any sense. You know what damn good football team, big man? The Tennessee Titans, bro. They uh, oh, yeah. and, and for people Agreed. that think... It is just Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, what, 212 yards rushing tonight, 264 yards, I believe, of total offense. The guy's just unbelievable. Best best running back in the NFL. And but I'm telling you, man, Ryan Tannehill can throw the ball. And they can they can win a high scoring game. They can win a low scoring game. They're a load to deal with. Like they then they don't get, I don't know, people never talk about him because I don't know, maybe it's because where they are. People don't want to acknowledge that Tannehill's good. They think that Tennessee's not flashy or something, whatever. But as you see, they can be flashy, man. Look, dude, they kicked the crap out of a very good Buffalo Bill team. They would they hang? They have 40 plus points, and now they hang another 42 up. Their offense is explosive. They're a dangerous ass football team. Like they're Super Bowl contenders. People don't realize it. Uh, and in fact, I think it's and worth the you... future. Just get in now on it because they really can beat anybody. They could lose too, but I'm saying they can Actually... compete with anybody in the NFL. I played them at 20 to one. And I felt like when I, if you look at real quick, look at Tannehill's numbers over the last, let's say year, they're right up there with Mahomes. I mean, his numbers oh, are yeah, right square with Mahomes. I mean, he's had a terrific renaissance of a career and you look at them and why they're so efficient year after year. And you look at last year, 78% in the red zone scoring touchdowns. This year, 82.5%. They score touchdowns. They don't settle for field goals. 
and they just outscore you. I mean, they're going to get better defensively. They're dealing with some injuries in the secondary and, you know, up front. But, yeah, they're really good offensively. they got a great run game, a good balance. Tannehill's been terrific. The receiving core is not going to blow you away, but A.J. Brown's a solid player. Adam Humphreys doesn't drop the ball ever. Jonu Smith's a good tight end. Um, you know, they're dealing with, with no Corey Davis right now. So, yeah, they're only going to get better. And, and Tannehill, you, you kind of just have waited for him to just kind of falter, but he hasn't faltered. Uh, I think they are very live to win the Super Bowl. I, I think defensively they're going to only get better. They're 5-0, and and they're beating some good football teams. You mentioned the Bills put up 40-plus today. Um, they're really good. You're dead right about that. You know what, Tannehill, he's played his last 21 games. So he's played 21 games now, all right, with the Tennessee Titans. 21 games. Now 17 and 4. 17 yeah, wins, 4 losses. He's lost four times, big man. Like, it, it, like, seriously. And with Miami, he actually had some winning records. With bad Miami teams and Adam Gase, he's, like, way better than people. It's funny because if people are wrong, they just don't want to say, all right, I was wrong. He's actually good. No, no, he's not good. Let me see him do this. Let me see. Like, you you just nailed a big man, too. It's not just, oh, he's on Tennessee and he's handing the ball for winning games. You're right. Last year, dude, in the last, he started 10 games. He was like the number one, like, he had the number one quarterback rating, big man. Like, like stat-wise, he was, like, great, too. Like, there's a reason they gave him the money. And a lot of people said, oh, the Titans are idiots. He had a couple of good games, and he just hands the ball off. I think people are going to see, like, and it's not true. And then Pittsburgh wins again. It's funny, big man, because everyone says Pittsburgh aren't that good. Well, they haven't lost, but they're not that good, but they keep on winning every week. So they're obviously pretty good. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm defensively look real good today. One other thing on on Tennessee. Again, this is really basic, but if you score touchdowns in this league, you're going to win a lot of games. I mean, teams that settle for field goals find ways to lose games. Tennessee yeah. is terrific in the red zone. They got they're a aggressive. solid group of skill position players. I like them a lot. You're right. Play calling is something that people don't realize how important. It is. Like, if the casual fan will blame the player all the time, they don't realize players are all pretty much the same. 50, they need to be put in to succeed. More big man on campus for Barstool on each side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night. I am Morenci. Big man on campus, Barstool on sports, kicking it uh, with us. Quickest 120 minutes in sports, level one just uh, flew by. We're going to get into uh, tomorrow's football games, including the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills got their ass handed to the, by the Tennessee Titans on Tuesday. And, you know, I'm not so sure things are going to be different tomorrow. We'll, we'll break down uh, this game on the other side in level two. Uh, so, uh, big man, I threw out a poll question uh, here. Uh, Rays and uh, Dodgers, who's going to win? Uh, the World Series, or I said, who are people taking, actually? I didn't even say who's going to win, but same thing. But basically, you know, people are driven by the odds, and I can totally understand people liking the Tampa Bay Rays here at plus 160. Although, to be honest, guys, you know, you see with the Dodgers being minus 200, big man, 
it goes to show that like the odds makers are on the Dodgers, the public are going to be on the Dodgers. You know, there's such a big team, West Coast money, etc. At 160, if you like the Rays, you could just basically bet them every game in a series and get better at 160 back in the end. You know what I mean? You already got that nice number. I liked them coming in at 14 to one into the playoffs. I thought it was this crazy, stupid number as well. And uh, here they are. But I tell you, I think the Rays actually have the pitching advantage over the Dodgers. And you know, people always. I think people always talk about the Dodgers' depth and stuff, but, you know, you're not that deep when you're starting Dustin May in a game seven, big man, right? And now Kershaw gets another crack, big man. So what do you think? You already took the raise, and great call. Uh, great call getting in on that, so you have a hedge opportunity. But do you think they're going to win, or do you think the Dodgers will win? I do think they're going to win. I, I think they have a very good shot. As you mentioned, I don't think the Dodgers are particularly deep. Do do you trust Kershaw to win big game? I mean, that's the key. I, seriously, I mean, I know they have the big, he gets uh, another the big chance, bad big names. Man. And how many chances can Kershaw get? Yeah. Like really, uh, bro? He's got another chance at uh, a championship listen, redemption. I'll take Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, Glass now. I'll take Zanino and Azarina and Marco and G-Man Choi. This team seems like they have real camaraderie. The culture's down there. I'm going to stick with him. I'm not even hedging. I'm not hedging. All right, big man's going to hang around a little bit in level two. We'll get into tomorrow's football, college uh, football, and more. Bring it. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.